Blog Talk Radio. I will break your ass in half, you little shithead. Yep. The genesis of Magilla Cuddy. Back in the saddle, so the Atomic Drop Show rides again on Blog Talk Radio. Did you miss me? Oh, how I have missed you. You can talk a little wrestling with us by calling 619-924-9761. You're going to give me what I want. I've been asking for it for years. And now, once again, here are your hosts, Justin Todd and Kyle Cruz. Paul, straight up to Gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Atomic Drop Show. I'm your charming co-phone, oh so handsome host, just in time. And currently I am just waiting on the ever pubescent Kyle Cruz, who will be joining us momentarily from the lovely state of Florida. Orlando, Florida, to be precise. Uh you're probably wondering, hey, forget these guys are coming out a whole freaking day early. What gives? Well then, ladies and gentlemen. We are actually giving you an exclusive interview. That's right. Exclusive interview right here on the Atomic Drop. And none other than my co-host Kyle Cruz jumps right on in. Kyle, how you doing? I'm pretty good, man. How's it going with you, brother? You know what? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Just told these fine people. I said, they're probably wondering why we're doing the whole show a day early. And I said, you know what? We got some special little treats, little nuggets for them this week. Absolutely, man. We have a uh, a very special show. Going to flip things around just a little bit. Going to gonna, gonna uh, tilt the format a bit. But there's nothing wrong with a little change. But um, we have um, – now, 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 did we actually, like, tell them what's on tap? Or we are we still teasing? Well, hey, we have um, – we have something special have uh have an interview to do and it's going to be awesome man it, you know it's going to be some down home cooking right absolutely brother absolutely <clears throat> sounds great also some big news going on here uh i want to let everybody know that within two weeks two weeks we are leaving block talk radio oh finally how do we not have have a uh, have a rock finally soundbite? Yeah, because it has been uh, a long time coming. We are leaving Blog Talk Radio, so for all of the fine folks who are joining us here, uh, you can follow us to our new platform because we are about to blow this popsicle stand for sure. Absolutely, consider this your two week notice in well absolutely here. Absolutely. Uh, we will be uh, leaving. We will be coming up with a brand new phone number, too, that we, I'm sure we will be posting all over God's green earth. Uh, we're going to be, like we spoke about a couple weeks ago, uh, more Instagram, more YouTube, more Facebook. We are getting more social. 
for 2020. That is our New Year's resolution right here on the Atomic Drop Show. And we are going to be fulfilling that promise with the start of a brand new platform, a brand new web host. But don't worry, we will back up all of our previous episodes and hopefully load them onto our new web host. Hopefully so. There, there's a, there are a lot, or there, yes, there, there are a lot of of episodes. We have um, a very vast archive of shows, uh, but uh, that's making the jump, and hopefully you will too. Um, in two weeks, um, a, a a brand new start as part of twenty vision for the Atomic Job Show. Big things are coming in, and honestly, it starts tonight. It does. It does. Uh, I I uh, I want to say that uh, not too long ago I did say that I wanted to go out and do a little bit of venturing and whatnot. But uh, I I don't know. Should, should I tell the people or should I just leave it for a teaser for like a surprise? Uh, I mean, hey man, it's it it's it's your baby. I think you you should. Uh, do whatever feels right to you, man. If you want to tease, cool. If you want to let the cow out the bag, that's cool too, man. I'm, I'm, you know, it, it, it's, it's totally up to you, my friend. You know, I'm, I'm going to leave it for a teaser right now. Uh, for at the moment, maybe later this week, maybe even tomorrow. Okay. I'll uh, hop, I'll hop on tomorrow and do a quick little uh, one-off since uh, Thursday is technically our day to do things. But I know you have prior engagements. You are on assignment next or tomorrow. I and am on assignment tomorrow, why. yes. Yes, that is also the reason why we are able to do this show tonight on a very lovely Wednesday with NXT and AEW dropping all at the same time, too. I hope uh, you have been uh, paying attention. Uh, yeah, shout out to uh, to NXT. I mean, look, man, I got all... Man, look, there, look, there has to be at least a little bit of wrestling talk. I have to send a, a, a huge... Special shout out, um, six new signees to WWE and and, and the Performance Center, um, including uh, Mercedes Martinez, 18 years, 19 year vet. Uh, she is an incredible, uh, incredible wrestler, and uh, it it it's about time. Uh, she is on NXT this evening in the uh, in the women's number one contendership battle royal. Um, so she's going to be um, uh, uh, fantastic in whatever role she finds herself in, uh, both in front and behind the camera. But the news I'm most excited about, um, superstar Jake Atlas. Um, he, is a, he is a man who I've seen grown, um, just grow from, from, from the very beginning of PCW Ultra in Los Angeles, coming out of the Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy. Um, he is their first signee to WWE. Um, he, uh, he was um, uh, the PCW Ultra Light Champion, and, uh, and uh, you know, he made his final appearance for us uh, this past Friday night um, and in a ridiculous um, uh, triple threat match. Um, but just to see his growth, just to see um, everything he represents um, going on to this big stage, coming from where he came from, and uh, just all of the obstacles and the different trials he's gone through, um, some exposed, some not, uh, it is incredibly rewarding to see him 
finally reached that stage of WWE. So congrats to Jake. Congrats to uh, to Mercedes Martinez and all of the new recruits. And I mean, look, when it comes to AEW, I got peeps there. Shout out to Big Swole. She's always doing big things. AEW Dark, AEW Dynamite. That is all happening right now in Miami. So uh, when uh, when this episode ends uh, and I find some kind of downtime to check out these two shows, that is definitely going to be uh, at the top of my list to see uh, really, like all my friends. I mean, look. Also on NXT tonight, you, like you got my got my bud Swerve. Uh, he's wrestling Leo Rush and Tyler and Tyler Breeze in a triple threat match. That is like that is going to be off the charts as well. So I can't wait to see all this stuff. Like I said, like like I say, every single show, it is an incredible time to be a wrestling fan. Uh, no matter uh, what kind of style of wrestling no matter whether you're tired of WWE whether you're in whether you're a a a New Japan fan an AEW fan uh Ring of Honor fan MLW it's all out there uh even Impact even though Tessa Blanchard has been a serious problem uh I don't I will I will I will reserve my comments for another time because this is uh, a special ep- episode, but there's some serious problematic stuff going on. Um, but there's still a lot of good in wrestling happening right now. So uh, I am I am incredibly excited for the state of 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 our business. It's an awesome time right now, man. It is a great time. It is a uh, euphoria, I would say, of professional wrestling right here, right now. Absolutely. Uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Uh, There's something out there for everybody with the exception of the Jell-O-based wrestling out there. I mean, well, so yes, that is generally true, but there's YouTube, and I'm sure you can find, you know, old... There's Pornhub, too. There is that. There's lots of that. Yeah, you, you can go... Go to all I those sites. I, I I don't know, man. I I would have Mrs. Time check the uh, 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 check the browser history on that, man. Unless you go incognito, unless you get the you know, unless you get the the uh, incognito tab, then then you might you be safe. I think I gotta. You really need to back off. Anyways, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Anyways, <laughs> what's happening? Other than that, no, nothing too much. Uh, just kind of cold up here, still up here in uh, good old Rochester. Temperature's going to drop. Uh, it, again, apparently we are going to be getting that dreaded snow, um, possibly if not tonight. Tomorrow's supposed to get at least one to three inches. So January, again, is going to feel like January. Earlier this week, we were back up in the 60s, and I was like, oh, Lord, this is great. Great time, great January. I called it every January. I call it the uh, January thaw out here. Uh, took down the Christmas decorations, outdoor Christmas decorations, I should say. Drained off into the pool cover too, and just doing some like pre springtime stuff. Just, just trying to get the get everything where it should be. Yeah. Maybe finish up some uh, like a raking that I never got the chance to do, and you know just 
open up a window so I can air out the house for a couple of minutes and then uh, shut up, light up, and throw my Snuggie and just kind of sit back and kick it. Dude, I, you know what? I wish I could empathize with, uh, with your weather situation. I'm afraid I can't because today here it was 85. Uh, and I don't mean to like, trust me, that is no brag. Um, cause it's 85 with added humidity that adds about like, like 15 degrees here. It was really hot out there and you know where I was earlier today. Um, and it was nothing but sun, uh, you know, had a good time, but it was just nothing but sun mm-hmm. and Hey, 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 calm, calm, calm down, calm down, calm down. If you had any idea, the kind of week, honestly, the kind of month I, I've had, you'll give me this one day. Anyway, anyway, uh, it is extremely hot here. Uh, even right now, man, and it's not that like uh, it is not that cold. Uh, it is super, super strange, right? Like I, like I didn't think it like like it couldn't get any any warmer than California. Like California has legitimately perfect weather, and while Florida doesn't have perfect weather, it's about as close as you can get. So it is it is nine sixteen right now, and. Uh, you know, like I'm still like, I don't have pajamas on. I don't have, you know, have, 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 have loads of clothes on. I don't, you know, have to be bundled up or anything like that. It's, it's really not that cold here. So I am sorry if I could give you some of this heat from down here and some of this humidity, I totally would because I can't relate right now. Brother right now, I'm so happy. This is not a, video podcast because man I would be just completely embarrassed of how I would be presentable. The only times that I look presentable for video chat at this hour of night is during the spring and during the fall. Sure. After that it's either I bundle up or I'm doing this show a little risque. Oh goodness. Hey, hey, hey. Calm down. Uh, Watch Watch yourself. Watch yourself now. Hey, 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 hey. If you want to see a little bit more risque, we'll be uh, opening up a Patreon account soon. Hey, listen. Don't tempt me. Because (laughs) I totally will. I totally will. You can get all the the behind-the-scenes extras and, you know, all the bonus content that, that you want to see. Within reason. Don't be pervs. Yay. I mean, if, if there's a market out there, baby, it'll just be nothing but phone calls back and forth between me and Kyle talking about absolutely nothing. This is true. This is true. But if there's a market for it, by all means, it, I'll be more than happy to record all that nonsense we talk about here. <laughs> oh, great stuff, man. Great stuff. But, uh, I, I do I, – I wanted to talk about Tessa Blanchard real quick. I, I know we're currently waiting on our <clears throat> our uh, our special guest at the moment yes. here, but I just want to dive in just, just for a snippet, just for a snippet, because she is the hottest thing right now going on professional wrestling outside of James Cornette, who actually went onto his podcast and said, thank you for taking the heat off of me. 
Wow. Um, when you have Jim Cornette going on his show and, and, and basically saying like, Hey, they ain't talking about me. Then, you know, you done messed up. Um, I'm going to do this because I probably have, have the, have the more, uh, heated take here. I'm going to ask you and I'm going to flip it on you to see what your, what your thought is on the whole situation. There is no wrong answer, by the way. So, 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 so be, be completely honest and, you know, and open as you can be. Okay. Well, uh, thanks, Teach. <laughs> my, my take on that whole thing is Tessa Blanchard, it, it, I want to say that she was, ra- she was raised just like Charlotte Ashley Flair. And she was born into the business. She walks around like she has a chip on her shoulder. But how she comes off and presents herself versus how Ashley or Charlotte, or however you want to call her, are two different ends of the spectrum. Uh, being a second-generation uh, wrestler, you should at least hold yourself up to a higher extent uh, you should be uh, woken to the business, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel that she is expected to have everything handed out to her. I mean, don't get me wrong. I believe that she should have her dues. I mean, everybody has to pay their dues in the wrestling business. Otherwise, you're just getting a freaking handout. And you might as well just call it uh, tough enough. Man, you aren't kidding. Not kidding at all. I understand that. Yes, everybody does have dues in wrestling that they have to pay. Um, so, yeah, I completely agree with you there. Please continue on. The whole situation of what uh, Tessa tweeted out, saying uh, all the girls should get along, obviously ignited this huge firestorm. Mm-hmm. A firestorm which... Uh, the world has, or at least the wrestling world has uh, never seen. However, I did notice that none of the women of WWE commented, unless I'm I'm dead wrong and I completely missed it. But uh, from AEW to NXT to the some of the independents to at least uh, oh, global global wrestlers that are not signed has come out and just bashed. Tessa mercifully. Now, I I know this is just like a weird for women, at least outside of WWE. I mean, I'm all for uh, women wrestling in WWE and all over. I, they are by far the more superior race compared to us knucklehead known as men. Without question, if you if you forget something, by God, they will always remember because women always remember. Never forget that. And I I just feel that Tessa needs a quick reality check. I mean, I know that she was just given the I was going to TNA title, but it's no longer TNA. It's uh, Impact title. Right. And that is a very huge, uh, huge thing to 
be blessed upon. Despite exactly what has happened, I'm glad to see that impact did not stir away immediately after that firestorm or hailstorm of uh, missiles that attacked her. I mean, I'm glad that they're sticking with it and how this is carried out, but I also feel that they need to uh, snap to this whole situation because it's either just going to blow over like everything else that happens in wrestling, or it's just going to get really, really bad, really fast. And I feel like it, it, this isn't dressed in, in the proper way. It's, it's just going to get worse. I, I feel like there are scenarios that come out. I, whatever those are, I do not know, but I feel that might that, that's just kind of on it. Okay. So, so and, and this is where where I have to um, hold, hold my tongue because we can do an entire show about this topic. Um, so um, let me let me first say this. Um, I have worked alongside of Tessa for uh, for um, quite a while. Uh, I first met her, and I had my first interaction with her. Um, it was about April of twenty uh, of twenty eighteen. Um, she came in to PCW Ultra, uh, and she actually defeated Chelsea Green, which was ironically one of the women who um, who 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 called Tessa out during this whole deal. Um, and uh, so she beat Chelsea Green, and from then on, from from May of two thousand and eighteen through. Uh, August 2019, I have worked alongside of Tessa, and I've done, uh, you, you know, I, I, I've 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 produced interviews with her, I've talked to her, I've done all these things alongside of her. Uh, and so, while I can't necessarily say that I've heard her use certain slurs, um, I can say that for better or for worse. Uh, she, um, there's no wrong answer. Uh, she, she can come off as very entitled. Um, even as much as she tries to, to play humble and things like that. I mean, sure. You know, like she says, we're all human, you know, nobody's perfect and all this kind of stuff. I think that um, the the idea that that Tessa gets a pass maybe because she's you know because she's so young like because what she's like she, she's what like twenty four she's like still like really young right oh like she's let's she might have been twenty four at the now. time of the incident. Tessa she might have been 20... She is twenty four years young. Okay, so she's twenty four. You know, people are saying, well, you know, she's she's immature. You know, she's that young and all that kind of stuff. My thing is though, is, is this: if you use certain words 
if you use uh, the N word, if you are uh, if you are coming up to people with with an entire uh, 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 trash attitude, um, it doesn't matter how young you are. Especially, it just I mean, it sucks that that I have to put this caveat on it just because it should apply to all of life, not just in the wrestling business, but particularly in the wrestling business. You, like your whole livelihood depends on, on you being able to trust the person you are, you are across the ring from and vice versa. And it is a, it is a, a tandem effort. And therefore, once you get in that ring, I'm not necessarily talking about wrestling skill. I'm talking about just in general, just life. There is no reason why anybody should feel like they are above anybody else, that they are more important than anybody else. And I'm not even necessarily talking on a racist tip, just in general. Um, I have some background information on what happened. Um, uh, I know people, and I've talked to people who, who were there, um, who saw the incident go. I have my ear to the ground. Absolutely. And, 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 and so, um, will I, I will pose it like this. Do I truly believe in my heart of hearts that Tessa Blanchard is a racist? No, I don't. I do think that she got comfortable with people who said that word, who might've said that word in that particular company. Um, and, 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 and thought she had a pass to say it. Um, you know, like we joke about it off the air, you know, just about like your black card and all that kind of stuff. I think that, that there is, that there are limits and sometimes you got to tell folks, Hey, that doesn't apply universally. Like, like if you and I are cool, that's one thing. That doesn't mean you can use certain language. That doesn't mean you can come up to every black person or really to, to anybody from a particular culture and act like, and, and act like everything's just peachy if you use the same colloquialisms. That's not how, how it goes. I think what generally happened was, as far as the, as the N-word, I think it was something as, as, as innocuous as she came up trying to be not necessarily friendly because there was an, because there was an altercation, but I think there was a moment where Tessa forgot who she was in front of who she was in front of and she got wrecked for it. Um, and now there is a larger issue of all these women coming forward. We're, we're talking Chelsea green. We are talking about, uh, Sienna, Allison K, uh, who even like just jump started this whole thing. We, we're, we're talking about women like, um, like Priscilla Kelly, um, uh, 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 even Rebel, 
who 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 is a fan of Tessa's doesn't even uh, have a dog in the fight, but she co-signed what happened. You have other women getting involved. Uh, La Rosa Negra was the one uh, who, who 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 this happened to, and she's gone out on Twitter and yes, absolutely. Um, she's gone out, and multiple women have gone out calling out Tessa for this behavior. I am in no way, shape, or form defending Tessa. I completely 100% condemn that incident and condemn her using that word in any way, whether it was with malicious intent, which it was, or not. The fact she spat on La Rosa Negra as well as said that, that is completely out of line. Um, Tessa needs a reality check. And I don't know who's going to provide that for her because the very next day, like this news broke on, on Saturday, Impact Wrestling gave her the championship on Sunday, which I understand you had to do because, because the story was just built up too perfectly for, for, for what the past seven, eight months, something like yeah. that. It had to, like, it had to come to an end. So I understand Impact's thing of, well, you, you have to pay the story off. But fine. After the show ended, I don't know if you saw this either. Uh, I, but... There was some back. There was they did like this uh, video or something that uh, I, I I read about it, but it, she came out to apologize or some something like that off camera. There wasn't any sort of apology. That's the thing. So 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 when the so when the moment happened, when like you know when she won the belt, when she won the belt, um. The pay-per-view feed like went went off the air pretty quickly. She didn't, of course, like like they didn't really give her too much time on the on the air to celebrate. But this video dropped. You know, somebody in the crowd recorded her her giving this post match this post match speech, and she gave like she did not apologize. She doubled down on her comments. She didn't really like. She didn't show any sort of regret, any sort of remorse for even if she even if she wants she races, which I which fine, I can like based on the stuff I do know and my own personal experiences, I don't necessarily think she is. However, the well, fact you the, that you are the black uh I mean I am I, I am not the authority, but I but I have n- knowledge of that particular situation and knowledge of of my of my own experiences with her. Still, I'm t- like I'm coming from the perspective of she is a grown woman, 24, 21. I, she, I mean, hell, it, you shouldn't act this entitled past the age of ten. Like we are talking about fundamental things as a person, you just don't do. There are are certain fundamental things you just can't can't excuse. And because Tessa has been placed, and because she's been positioned in almost every company she's been in, and yes, PCW Ultra, my company has been uh, a key in doing that. So just because we put her in this position, we gave her this huge, massive spotlight very early on. And she handled it 
what you know how we thought seemingly well but all that stuff just kind of feeds into feeds into uh hey do you know who i am uh i'm second generation um you know i I, i'm i uh, like i I like I was born to do this. I was bred to do this. This is just what I do. This is who I am. Therefore, I should not necessarily that she doesn't work hard because she totally does. But but there is this 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 added entitlement. And so when you throw that aspect in on top of these allegations, and you have her making the speech saying saying, look, nobody's perfect. Um, we're all human. You can come for me, and you could say whatever you want, uh, like about me, but it doesn't matter because, quote, I have one of the strongest minds I've ever known. Which, by the way, what the hell does that even mean? Beyond yeah. that, if you say that, if you say that, and you don't even for a split second realize, hey, even if you guys don't know the entire story, uh, uh. I can admit that there is an issue that needs to be addressed. Now, apparently, allegedly, La Rosa Negra and Tessa Blanchard have already hammered this out. Um, so the issue between them is done. Everything else is kind of just ancillary, like ancillary stuff, you know, just through Twitter and 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 other kinds of social media. But it's like. There is an untreated problem with Tessa Blanchard's entitlement. And and when I saw that, it hurt because I was riding for Tessa for a very long time. And for her to – right. And for her to say – like for that news to come out – like because here's the thing. Like if you say the word, yeah, that's really bad. But the fact – you spit on somebody that and there's an altercation level. and it's like like just on top of it just because and I don't want to get all into a racial discussion cuz it cuz cuz it, it, cuz cuz we can go all the way in and trust me I, it, if there was going to be a topic for me to go into it would be this one uh but I will keep it light light enough um Keep it like light beer. There is a <laughs> nice and cheap, huh? So I'm yeah. gonna um, <laughs> so uh, uh, there is a history of of this kind of behavior being shown toward people of color, specifically women of color, specifically black women, and so so for this to happen. Uh, and to hear that news years, after, you know, well, yeah, like like years after the fact, that's a problem. Um, and so when you have, you know, somebody who's just this bell of the ball, people, you know, been writing for her all this time. And then you have this, this, this news come out. It just sucks. And yeah. Tessa doesn't have even like even if she wasn't sincere, like Triple H wasn't you know wasn't sincere and and we can get into that you know you know some other time as far as just his yeah, comments about page yeah, yeah 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 um just beyond that <laughs> uh yeah hey look there is a 
there's no like legit no shortage of stuff to talk about. But even if at you not this week, at least not this week, right? Okay, so if you're like, you have to realize that even from a PR perspective, even if deep down you you feel like you didn't do anything wrong, you got to make public amends. You have to do that. Be you know because now you have. Your, your, you know, like a large portion of your fan base turning on you, um, and and you have large numbers of wrestlers not wanting to wrestle you now. I've seen a handful of wrestlers on Twitter post, "Hey, I was supposed to have this match with Tessa Blanchard this weekend, or you know, or in a few weeks." And I don't want to co-sign all the things she did and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. It's costing, you know, Tessa bookings, but more importantly, it, it's, it, it's causing this crisis of, 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 of consciousness or consciousness or I, I, you know what I'm trying to say, I right? Like, yeah. you are right. So, so, Oral. so you have, you have, um, promotions kind of backing off like well 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 wait a minute i mean i i don't know if i want to support you know support and give her bookings just because this news came out it's like if nothing else make a public like at least try to sound contrite and she never she never did she's doubled down ever since saturday and it is highly problematic i will also say that it is very telling and you mentioned this too that 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 um that no women from WWE commented on the whole thing. Um nobody nobody really from AEW, I mean Big Swole did. Um uh she had comments about the whole situation as well. Um but uh, beyond that, nobody really from any national, international major company said anything about it. I will say this though, that the Thanks, only Lizzie. people in closing, that the only people who said anything even remotely positive about Tessa Blanchard, least on the female side, least on the women's roster, they were all from Impact Wrestling. They were all all women who who who, who had something to lose by not supporting her. Everybody else who shared a locker room with her, shared any kind of experience with her outside of an Impact Wrestling contract has had all these negative things to say. And I think that speaks volumes because she's had matches and and she shared a lot of ring time with a lot of people in WWE, with AEW, with Ring of Honor, with all of these different places. And yet the only people with any sort of positive experiences – or any kind of encouraging words are also tied down to impact wrestling contracts. And there, you know, you got to think about it, that there is something to Tessa being their golden child. And, you know, if Kiara Hogan or, 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 or if Taya or, or if Jordan Grace, you know, says anything disparagingly about her, could pose a problem for their own career. There you go. 
It's an interesting conversation, and there's so much more to get into, but I'm going to leave it at that. It's just a really sad situation all around. It is a sad situation for uh, women's wrestling at this point in time. Absolutely. Uh, it it would just like any ship in a night. It, it will always try to correct itself. And just give it time. Speaking of time and oregano and parsley and sweet, sweet, sweet cayenne peppers, ladies and gentlemen, our <laughs> special guests are finally here. They are Stacy and Joel of ReloadRub.com. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show Joel and Stacy. What's up, guys? Hey. Hey, how you guys What's doing? happening? What's going on, man? How Not y'all much. doing? I don't know. Good. I don't know who Tesha is, but I'll whoop her ass if uh, she gives you any more crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, uh, it, it, hey, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, look. I'm not gonna say we have to go that far, but 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 I will uh, keep you on speed dial just in case, man. I think this whole situation will work itself out, but we'll get into that later on. How you guys doing tonight? We're good, buddy. How are you? Doing quite 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 well. Nice to finally meet you. Gotta say off the top off, off the top, I enjoy Reload Rub. Legit, uh, I, I I like I put it on everything. Uh, it is, it has been a game changer. I am a massive fan of packing heat, and legit, like it, it, it's my favorite. I, I, I don't like, like we've given up um a lot of like spices and different seasonings and stuff around the house, but packing heat, that's like my number one go to. So shout Heck out yeah, to you guys. Man. It is incredible. Thank You're you. You're a spicy guy. I, I am a massive spicy guy. Love it. So yeah, back in heat, brother. Like, we're super proud of that one. That was that was one that we uh, we did a lot of research and development on before we actually released it. Went through a lot of different trials, and we wanted to make we the the, the deal with that was we knew we wanted to have a spicy blend, and mm-hmm. we both agreed we wanted the name to be Pack and Heat. So the idea we wanted to bring flavor in it, but not just heat, but bring a lot of flavor. But man, if we're gonna call it Pack and Heat. It's got to pack a punch. Well, you the know? thing is, is like our idea of spicy is not what most people think is spicy. And in my opinion, a lot of things that are on the market that say they're spicy really has just got that light tingle. So it's spicy to like the average person. But spicy lovers want some, some heat behind it. So that was kind of our main goal. That's right. So, and actually, and and Justin, I don't know, uh, you know, how, how like, what what the general flow of the conversation is going to be, but uh, but as we have questions, I'm gonna just ask them. You guys said there was a lot of like research and development going uh going into developing like packing heat. How much of that kind of development, like like just how much of that process was based off of off of just your own personal taste? Uh, 100% of it because, you know, what's, what's beautiful about um, the partnership I have with, with my wife and this company is both of us, we love food, we love to cook, but our palates um, are, in some ways are, are very different. You know, mm. she can pick up on things that I don't pick up on, so and I can pick up on things that she doesn't pick up on. So what we do with all of our blends, um, that's how we got this company was started was in our kitchen. You know, we started making our OG blend fully loaded uh, for friends and family in our kitchen. 
And then once we launch the company itself, um, every blend that we make, we make in our kitchen until we find the flavor that we like. And at that point, we send it off to our co-packer, and we go back and forth until he can get how get it how we made it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So everything's done in-house as far as the flavor profiles go, and we do things if, you know, she likes things a little different than I do, and I like things a little different than her, and if we can meet in the middle, we know that's a good roundabout uh, flavor profile for the masses. Now, my question out is, uh, how much a trial and error has there been between both of you? And, like, when did one of you, like, was hell-bent on saying this is the right one and the other one saying that, no, it needs something like that? Or is it more of a mutual agreement? Or mm-hmm. there's not too much clashing going on between what is the perfect spice blend? I've got to say, we we generally get get along. I say get along, but we – we definitely are on the same page when it comes to the flavors and stuff like that. There's not, there's never any like um, where he thinks differently than I do. I mean, it's usually like, okay, I think this needs a little bit more salt. I agree. I agree. Um, Luckily we have just a really great partnership where I have the strengths um, and he has the strengths where I'm, I'm weaker. So um, luckily it just works together really well. And sometimes man, like, you know, you're sitting there and you're putting stuff in a bowl and you're tasting it and whatnot, and you're just you have this idea and you go and you get this first taste and you go, man, that's good, but then you don't realize that something needs to be fixed until somebody says, man, I think it would be a little better if you did this or it's a little strong yeah. on this, and you know, mm-hmm. and so it's it's good to have that back and have somebody you can do that back and forth with. Um, well, I think that's what kind of makes it. Um, I mean, not not to uh, boast on what we've got going, but I think where I may taste something and say, okay, I think this is a really good blend. And he'll say, well, I think it's missing one thing, or I think it's a little strong on the chili or something like that. I feel like the two partners together in that aspect kind of makes for a a better blend because we can both take it, fine tune it and get it to where it's, where it's supposed to be. And something that we pride ourselves in is that our flavors are really, uh, really flavorful. There's um, like a, it's not just a one-dimensional flavor. It's not just like, okay, salt and pepper. You're just pulling that out of there. Like, uh, just a well-rounded flavor. So, actually, actually, guys, she's just she, – my wife's a little abusive. and I, I just smack him around. Honest, she just, she, <laughs> hey, listen, this is how it's going to go. If I disagree, I get hit with the – Right after we stick, stuck so. up for female wrestling, too. Right after we did that whole uh-huh. big deal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> how it works in this household, folks. That's funny, man. See, I, I, so, I'm kind of blessed with you guys, only because you, you two seem like you share a palette together. However, it, within my house, I have this situation where I, I was raised by uh, my grandmother, who was pretty straight up Italian, and then my mother, who was also raised Italian. And I was raised on immense amounts of heat and spice and boastfulness. And I I got married, lucky me, and I have uh, two lovely children, and Congrats. they do not have the palate like I do. So I, I make everything spicy, like my son loves my jambalaya that I make him, but I have to make wussy jambalaya without the heat, without the peppers and all that <laughs> uh-huh. other stuff. <laughs> and it, it, That's it dad life so right there. Bothersome. Oh, God. So I, listen, I, I'd so rather so listen man. I'm going to help you out right now because this is right. what's great about packing heat is it's a good amplifier. So you make your, your you know, 
you make your tone down jambalaya for your fam. And then you pour you a bowl of that jambalaya to get that pack in heat, sprinkle it over the top, stir that jazz in. It's not going to take away from your overall flavor. If anything, it might enhance just a, a tiny bit, but you're going to get all the heat you need because we've got two different types of cayenne in there, and we've got habanero in there as well. Uh, and let me tell you, I, I sit there, and uh, just earlier today for lunch, I, uh, I got myself a nice DiGiorno pizza. It was a stuffed crust, if you had to know. And I sat there, and that's I put right, it right on top of it, too. And, and I was thinking, man, th- this, is, this is just living on the high life. I mean, it's o'clock in the morning. I took uh, both the kids to school. My wife was at work. And I said, you know what? I'm going to live this bachelor life real quick, real fast. And I drank beer, like two <laughs> beers at 10 o'clock in the morning, ate this pizza, <laughs> and I'm king. I mean, I, I cannot even compare to how happy that I was at 10 o'clock <laughs> eating a pizza and drinking beer. I felt like I was back uh, in the of my life in college all over again. That's what I'm talking about. Well, I'm going to tell you, do either one of you guys watch The Office? I do. Okay, so just kind of like how um, Jim slowly would put a nickel in the phone receiver for Dwight <laughs> until it collected and got really, really heavy. You're such an you office door. I know. You need to just slightly sprinkle that pack of heat on your kid's food. Little by little, and just keep adding it on, adding it on. Okay, dude, I gave, <laughs> I, I gave I Mike. You do? I do. So I, do. I, I, do. I, I typically give him, I give some more of the Magnum. So then it's not like too oh. overpowerful, and that slowly, slowly builds up. I mean, I'll, I'll put like I a stash on there, but granted, I give it to my oldest because he's seven. I can't really give it to my daughter who's three because, well. That's just a crap mm-hmm. shoot right we there. We know how that is. to enjoy instead of, yeah, and stick her Dude, nose so up. I fe- but I, I feel like if you integrate that spiciness to your kid a little bit at a time, you know, just, just I mean, just a little heat, you know, uh, as they as grow up through life, I feel like if you can enjoy a good spice that really opens your your flavor profile up to all kinds of different foods, I feel like you're, you're – Taste buds will accept things that you normally that, you know wouldn't if you didn't like spicy food. But um, sometimes I screw up with my kids. Like the other day, I was like, "Hey, Jace, you like?" Because he likes to. He's proud that he sometimes eats spicy stuff. That's my oldest son. So, hey, man, have one of these chips. And he ate it. I was chewing it up, and it was a habanero chip. And the, the right. kid eats flaming Doritos, okay? So, I mean, I'm thinking, okay, he can handle this. <laughs> he's six. He's six. Hey, hey, so I gave him a habanero chip. He goes, ooh, it's spicy. And I'm like, okay, I'll get you a drink. He didn't make it two steps, and there's tears rolling down his face. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so yeah, weird. It's so freaking weird. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do have one request. I have one for my wife. Hit me. We, we just made a whole bunch of popcorn. And she said, you know what? Ask these guys if they will ever make like a popcorn blend of any type of seasoning Ooh. because there isn't really a whole lot of popcorn seasoning out there. She said she wanted me to throw that out to you guys just to see what you guys can come oh. up with or just if it was ever thought of. That is really good insight and it's definitely something that we have thought of. But if you take double action, our barbecue blend, it's a sweet and smoky barbecue blend, and you put mm. that jazz on popcorn. We have so many of our customers will, that do that. It will change your life. And even if you want to just, like, go the extra mile, like, throw some Parmesan cheese on there. I'm, and I'm not talking, like, shredded. I'm talking shaky can, green can, throw that on your popcorn with a double action. Muddy! Let's go. Yeah. 
I think you might I think you might have just changed a couple lives right there because my <laughs> wife and I are massive. I mean, like we have honestly like too much popcorn. But that but that parmesan cheese and and that double action. I think think you might have uh, just changed a couple lives here. So so I'm gonna thank you both in advance for that tip. Well, I want you to report back as soon as you try it, please. We will do Absolutely. it. <laughs> Absolutely, we'll have to do it. <laughs> Now, I, I would be remiss if I did not ask about this since we are a uh, wrestling podcast and uh, you guys are our sponsors, but you guys are in the heart of Knox County, Tennessee, correct? Yes. Now, I'm sure you already know where I'm going with this, but what, yes. what is life like <laughs> with Glenn Jacobs as mayor? <laughs> it's amazing. You know, dude, growing up, I hated him. Because uh, <laughs> I, I was a big Undertaker fan, and that guy would come in, you know, doing all the Undertaker moves, and but beating Undertaker's ass, and I didn't right. like it. And uh, so I always Nobody loved did. that. I did well, love. He's about to take that back on soon. He's going in costume again. What? Well, so anyway, yeah. him as him as as a political pro- presence, man. He's actually uh, a really good, super nice guy. And he, he does a lot for our community. He, you know, I'm, I'm actually a nurse, and I um, did 12 years at our local children's hospital, and he visits there all the time, sees the kids, and it just it makes a big difference in a lot of these kids' lives that, you know, look up to the wrestling world, and, you know, seeing him come in is just awesome. Yeah, for sure, man. And I, and I, I tell you what, I didn't like it when he took the, when he, uh, took the mask off, because, I mean, regardless, that's one ugly dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was rude, wasn't it? <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, though, it, it's pretty cool having a, a local, you know, WWF into WWE celebrity, uh, you know, here in Knoxville. That's I. It was what I just had to sit there and ask because it's like we we never. We before we started doing this show, I mean, we we missed the boat on Jesse Venturner. So th- this is like as we can ever do time to him being getting any kind of wrestling political on this show together in one because that is like one of our rules is that we don't talk politics. But we're right. kind of just let off at this moment in time just to uh, just trying to get a glimpse. I mean, it has there been any talk of when he returned to school on television and say, hey, shouldn't he be like behind a desk somewhere doing something like running a town instead of being in a wrestling ring? Because that was one of those other things that I, I wanted to ask, and how do the people of Knox County feel about that? Well, brother, to be honest with you, I, I did not know he was even considering going back into it. You know, he, he just got hired on or elected, I mean, I guess, and I thought he was in this for the long, you know, and for the long haul, I don't really – for me personally, if I let you to an office of some sort, you know, I want you to do your dang job. I don't want you going off a gallivant, you know, doing – you know, putting your more time into something else. You're there for a reason. So for me personally, that's not some jazz that I, I, I would would like to see. I'd like to see him stick at what he promised he was going to do and thing, and work on things he said he was going to work on and, and go from there personally. Okay. All right. Kyle, you got any uh, questions to field over there? But, oh. 
but not but not saying you know it wouldn't be cool to see him back on TV now. So I mean, like, listen, man, you, you know, you you get you you go and you pitch the people for a job, you know, that you're going to make a difference. Then you got to back that up, in my opinion. Now, now, my, my my thought on that is, he, he does have this nine to five job, but like anything after five is more of just like a hobby or your secondary job. I mean, if it's after hours, and I feel, feel like, but it doesn't matter what you're doing. Go out. But when it, you're a true. So, I mean, as long as he's not drawing blood on is anybody. It, it, is it nine to five though? Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, when you're hmm. presence, it is twenty four seven. Honestly, you got, you, you got to be on call. Right. You know, right. I mean, as, you know what I mean? Like, you don't get to clock in and clock out, to, in, a, in a sense. If something goes down, you got to be able to, you know, get in there and, and take care of it. So, so, well, you just so, put me like, in my place. <laughs> well, wait, so, <laughs> so, so, like, so I have a question, like, just about, about, about how he was, like, portrayed in the local, like, media and stuff. Like, was he, like, were there like just constant like jabs and constant like you know just just kind of things just poking fun at at this you know at just not necessarily my words but you know like hey this fake wrestler or whatever is trying to get into politics like like how much no. was that kind of like just back backbiting comments occurring even now Really none, man, because what wow. he did for the community beforehand, he was, people really, you know, respected him as a person and as a figure. Okay. Um, there, I mean, I'm sure there was some like he wasn't his persona. He was Glenn Jacobs. That's it. Yeah, he was gotcha. Glenn Jacobs. He was a, a, a sweet, soft-spoken guy, and you know, but what what he did for our community, but with like Children's Hospital or just anything really. He really had uh, created a voice for himself, and I, you know, I followed it pretty close when he was trying to r- running for election. And uh, man, there was there was not even there was no smear ads even Mm-mm. for that. You know wow. what I mean? Like, funny. Yeah, so I mean, like he he won that straight up, and 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 I think that the people of East Tennessee uh, are are glad to have him. You know that really, that's a really cool. that's a beautiful thing to hear. I mean, c- come from well, the outside. Well, you know us Southerners, man, we love our wrestlers. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Without question. Mm. I, I so now I'm. Oh, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna just do one more quick wrestling question for you. Uh, I know you were a fan of the Undertaker, and that's why you you didn't really like. Kane growing up, and I understand because The Undertaker was my favorite growing up too. I completely understand it. Overall, who's your favorite wrestler of all time? They can Dang. be from 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 Tennessee or from I, I like 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 it can be from anywhere. But just overall, who's your favorite of all time? So I have two. I don't know. I don't know how much uh, mm-hmm. my lady actually ever followed wrestling. Back <laughs> the only the wrestling I know is that my dad went to high school with Hacksaw Jim. Ah, Hacksaw hey, no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so the two favorite of all time. And this was, uh, this is before I even, you know, met my wife or knew anything about this. 
was my original name was Sting, not the new Sting, old school Sting, blue pants, the pink and blue pa- face paint, blonde hair, Scorpion Deathlock. I loved Sting. Um, and second was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Wow, wow, so perfect match right there. Oh yeah, man. And I was like, I've got one degree of separation from him, so you got to marry me. That's <laughs> done. <laughs> I can take it right to his post box, right where he gets all of his fan mail. <laughs> you can walk the streets he used to walk, That's eat at right. the diner he used to eat at. That's right. That's I thought awesome. Jim Duggan was a man. He went out there with his two by four, hanging it out in the air, you know, doing screaming, doing his thing, man. I don't know. There's something about the the, the the long hair, the big beer belly, and uh, the beard. That just, it rings true with your American. It does. It just really sunk into my heart. And, I love Saxo, but, but I'm telling you, man, it's, I don't know what it was about Sting. Sting was the man until he got all freaking uh, crow on me. And now yeah. I after that. Like, I know there was so, – so, so, so just, just like as it was happening, I missed that era of like of, of, of surfer Sting. Um, I've gone back, and I've watched his stuff, <laughs> and it's like, oh, like this is incredible. Now, I – now there is a certain level of nostalgia just because it's what I grew up with. I loved the crow sting, but but I could understand like just if you've seen him throughout his entire career and see what he was, I could see how how after that point he became kind of a letdown. So I completely understand that there. Completely get it. Yeah, because you go from this dude that's like Hulk Hogan esque. High yeah. energy, just really getting after it to like this freaking, you know, gothic, you know, like hi guys, kind of a, <laughs> you know, kind of a, I was like, it's like it sounds completely like bipolar. Right <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's bipolar, man. It's like, what? How you go from one to the other? And, uh, so I mean, like, it, that, I, right do what now? I lost you there. Off and he went right on the downers. No, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens, man. When you get on the stuff, man, you start wearing white face paint and black clothes. <laughs> it's true. Now, it's true. one last take wrestling, and uh, I, you just said uh, like uh, Hacksaw is like the most American person you can meet out there. Now, who do you think is more American, Hogan or Hacksaw? I'm gonna go opposite and say Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh yeah, would be the most American because you know he he had the, the the American cowboy hat, he had the cape. Oh. I mean, he really had the glasses. He really you know personified uh, America. America. I'm I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Can you do a Macho Man Randy Savage impression? Listen here, brother. I'm gonna come in there and I'm gonna snap you like a twig. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. I love it. He always oh, like to do <laughs> <laughs> We always like to do We always like to do do uh impressions on the show, so so uh you know, we had to do it. Had, had to ask. You didn't mean to put you too much on the spot right there, but happy you did that. Do it. Put him on the spot. You're good. You're good, man. <laughs> so I, I went back and I listened to some of your uh, episodes from that Reload Life podcast there. And uh, one of the things yeah. that actually uh, stuck out about me was that I believe it was you, Joel, that you don't like it how your foods touch. 
Mm. No, no, man, I love it. Mix it together. Oh, you do love it. There you go. No. I'm trying to remember who said that. I know one of you guess. guys. It had to be your guest. No, we mix that shit together. Yeah, man. I mean, I look okay. at uh, dude. No, no. For me, if uh, it's all going to the same place, <laughs> and, uh, and if if I can get a, I can mix all them flavors together and create a giant flavor bomb in my mouth. Let's go. Now I'm gonna say that. And have you ever heard of a uh, the uh, garbage plate that we have up here in Rochester? No. Okay. Okay. Now sit back here and let uh, Uncle Justin time tell you a story real quick, real fast here. <laughs> so we have something up here called the garbage plate, and pretty much is it is a hodgepodge of whatever you humanly find. Kyle over here. I've brought him over to one of the best establishments up here and fellow ho- friend of the show, Jimmy Z, over to uh, to receive a garbage plate. You can get a garbage plate almost anywhere in Rochester, but my personal preference is over at Jimmy Z's. And five a plate. garbage plate, five, there you go. A garbage plate consists of a base of either french fries, mac salad, uh, beans, French fries, uh, tater tots, uh, gosh, uh, home. Fr- I believe I said home fries. Uh, and there's there's one other thing that I'm missing. You could get two of those sides topped with a cheeseburger, a plain burger, a Texas Red Hot, which is just a uh, plump hot red hot dog. We also have White Hots, which is a white hot dog, mm. which is then topped. On top with meat sauce, a nice uh, spicy meat sauce, followed by onions and mustard. This is like and this is our love language. This is, uh, I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind it. of salivating over here, man. It's just like that. <laughs> now, that sounds like is, the cornucopia of d- deliciousness. This is it, like that's plate. right up our alley. We have to recreate this. I know. I need. I, we're gonna have to talk more about everything you just said because there was a part of me that started checking out because I was visualizing everything you were saying and then my then I was salivating after white hot dog <laughs> <laughs> so, so what is the whole deal with this garbage plate like is this like a challenge type food or do people actually enjoy it or is it looked down upon this is, a, this is an enjoyment food uh, my father always it's more like drunk foods where you got to sober up at like 2am real quick real fast yeah money for the uh-huh. amount of food on there, but uh, it is uh, the tried and true like staple. You know, uh, you know how like almost every city has their own thing. Like Rochester's garbage plate, Buffalo has the buffalo wings. Uh, you go to Canada, mm-hmm. they have the poutine up there, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rochester's thing um, is, I need, is, is garbage plate. I need all the information that you can send me on the logistics of the garbage plate because it's I'm going to be on my mission. I'm send you a photo right now. Please do, because it's my mission. We will recreate the garbage plate for Reload. Yeah, man. I'm, like, really stoked about this. You yeah. know, you know, there's there's places all around the country that have – pardon that for my smack of her. I'm still salivating from everything you said. <laughs> but there's, like, there's, <laughs> there's places all over the country that, like, have, like, staple foods. And when you were talking about the garbage plate and everything, I'm sitting there going – like what? I don't think like Knoxville, where we're from. I don't think the East Tennessee area. Can you think of anything? Do we have like 
that's like a Tennessee food. Like, I don't think we have There's any. Nashville hot chicken. That's in Nashville. There is Nashville, yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, East Tennessee, we're known for Bush's baked beans. <laughs> Brother. Just don't let Duke. Watch out for Duke, man. Watch, Watch out, out for Duke. I'll fight, fight Duke, okay? Yeah. Don't talk to trash <laughs> to me. I'll drop a flying, flying elbow off the top rope on him. Well, you know, I've got to say, I'm actually originally from upstate New York, um, not Rochester area. I'm actually from um, an hour north of Albany, Glens Falls, New York. First time I ever brought Joel there um, to meet my family, you know, just in true northerner fashion. Everywhere we went, my family and friends had plates of food out. Food, you come over, they've got food out, stuff to snack on, you know, pepperonis, crackers, cannolis, but, you know. But, yeah, but, dude, this is not – this was not my impression of northern people, okay? So, like, I'm a true southerner, um, you know. People go, think northerners are Yeah, a bunch of assholes. Yeah. What they think. And rude. rude. And rude. And so, like, I'm thinking I'm going up to New York, and I've never been to the state of New York, Okay. I'm going up here. I got to meet her family. I'm thinking I'm going to meet a bunch of Yanks. Yeah, yada yada yada. All, you know the whole. That's st- the impression that the, the whole has. the whole stigma. And I get there. I'm walking off the plane. This lady walks up. I don't know who this freaking lady is. She just walks up and kisses me, and it's like one of her family friends. And uh, so there's that greeting. And then when I get there, dude, like I've never seen people fight over who's going to pay the bill. See, in the south, yeah, we're big on that. We go. Yeah, then the South, it's like, uh, no, no, you got this one. You know, I'm, I'm, as far as who I've been around, how I've grown up. Now, we're, you, come in, you come to my house, we're going to feed you, we're going to love on you, we're big on that. But, like, as far as, like, most of the guys I've been around here in the South, like, most of them fight who's going to pay. When you go to mm. New York, up there in the upstate area – they're fighting over who is paying the bill. I'm going back up. Her father-in-law has gotten mad at me. No, Sorry. my father. My father. Or shit. Pardon my French. <laughs> Her father, my father-in-law, has gotten mad at me on several occasions for um, sneaking off and paying for the tab or the bill. Because <laughs> that's his before. thing, man. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, he's looked at me like I'm about to fight you, okay? Don't ever do that again. You know what I mean? I absolutely. So, but it was. It was it, it, it was different, and man, like I got up there, and I, I went up there for how many days? Three days, four days. Mm-hmm. I gained eight pounds, bro. Oh you man! Know, he was eating all all the 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 staples up there, just the the they, unique foods. Like you know, you go to these little mom and pop shops that have been there for eighty, ninety years that have their staple dish, and so everybody in my family was like, "You got to come here for this. You got to come here for this." Mm-hmm. And so he was like in hog heaven. Oh, I know, but at some point it was like, gum, I, I don't think I can do anymore. And then we go to this like pizza joint that they love, and I, I eat one piece of pizza because right before we went to the pizza joint, they freaking uh, her uncle. You had milkshakes. He goes, oh man, you got you got to try this Boston shake. Come on over here, you know. So it's a, it's a Boston shake's like it's it's an ice cream sundae that floats in it, a milkshake. Which has a, has a brownie in it. Yeah. And oh, uh, wow. so I you know ate. Yeah, and I ate that sucker, and, you know, and I had some beers and stuff. I ate one piece, and her aunt looks at me and goes, you don't eat very much for a man. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I yeah yo, that's a challenge like that. right there. That's a challenge. Oh, no, I'm, I'm like, okay, I don't. Sorry. I, I feel like I, I'm going to bust. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm telling you, man, I couldn't eat. I couldn't fit any more food. I mean, garbage plate happening. Dirt dog. Have you ever? Have you guys ever had a dirt dog? 
I have not, I'm not but familiar, I am intrigued. No. Best hot dog I have ever had in my entire life. It's called Dirty John's Dirty. in uh, Glens Falls. Bro. But you guys are probably what, or uh, Justin, you're probably what, three hours from there? From Glen Falls? Yeah, roughly about. It's oh, worth let me no, see what I got the right trip. Here. Dirty John's. Best hot dog I've ever eaten. There's a nice photo of it. That looks pretty damn delicious right there. It's weird looking. It looks nasty. No, it's, 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 it's a meat It looks, sauce, kinda looks like a garbage plate. It almost looks like a garbage plate in a hot dog bun. The damn straight. I'm telling you, man. They they put something in that, in that meat sauce that just I, changes your life. Hmm. So freaking good. Now, Anyways, I'm sorry. No, I'm gonna, We're ranting. I'm gonna, go ahead. Oh, that's okay. Let y'all go on with your show. I was just going to volley back show. for <laughs> Southern hospitality. Uh, a couple years ago, I went down to uh, South Carolina, and I drove down. Uh, it was like two days after Christmas. And this is like right when Erie got like 24 inches of snow within like 12 hours. And it was two degrees outside. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and I, I hauled ass. I left at 1 o'clock in the morning, and I got to – Greensville, South Carolina, around six o'clock in in the evening. Beautiful town. And as I as I'm getting there, I I slowly see the weather change. It's like, all right, no more snow. Now we're in the warm weather. So I, I'm coming out. I'm tired. I'm beat. I uh, I throw on my uh, zip up hoodie. I take off the winter jacket and everything else. And I I get out. And it's I don't know, 55 degrees outside. This little old lady comes out and she says. <laughs> Honey, you're going to freeze out here, darling. You know what temperature it is? I said, Man, <laughs> I just drove through two degrees of weather, 12 inches of snow, <laughs> down the highway, through impeccable odds to get down here. This is a heat wave. I'm coming from upstate. <laughs> and then she proceeds to look at me, throws her hands in the air, and says, Oh, Lordy, thank you, Jesus, for this beautiful weather that we have down right now. And then she did the time and walked away. And I went, that is the most southern experience. And not even, not even five seconds as soon as I get out of my car. I got questioned, and then I got praised. And I'm like, I like yeah, that. Sure. <laughs> Hallelujah, brother. <laughs> I have never That's experienced truth, anything though. as southern. That's Followed the truth, by, though, with the weather. Joel's uh, grandmother, she does that all the time. It'll be like 35 degrees, and she'll say, guys, stay inside and bundle up. Nobody needs to be outside in this weather. And I'm like, man, we were outside like playing baseball in this weather. I know. I saw I saw uh, I saw a meme the other day that was like it said uh, like negative two outside, and it said Southerners stay off, stay indoors. Get your milk and bread. Get your milk and bread, and it said Northerners wear your big coat. <laughs> you know? That's right. We're, I'm telling you, dude, we're just, we're not used to that jazz. I mean, we 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 uh, if we we don't get snow down here, we get crappy slush or ice you know if, if it does get really a really bad storm it's just everything is a sheet of ice and it's uh you can't it's it's not even fun to go out you can't make snowman or nothing well it, it's funny too because when i went down there uh i was literally within walking distance of a cracker barrel and that was the most southern meal i've had probably coming from a cracker barrel being in the south you know, by... originated from from Tennessee. Oh, it did, huh? Cracker Barrel used to be a gas station. 
and they well, transferred into restaurants. How about anyway? Sorry, man. Go ahead. That's okay. Then I proceeded the next day. I went over to a Bojangles, and <laughs> I, I went in there and I said, "I want it." I told them, "I said you got to give me a moment because I don't have a Bojangles up in New York." And the response was, "Y'all don't have no Bojangles up there." Jeez. <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah," and I blew them even further. I don't even have a Chick Fil A. That's the Lord's or chicken right there, brother. It is the Lord's chicken. You don't have a Chick Fil A. <laughs> well, wait a minute, you don't within, have a Chick Fil A. Like, six later, whoa, 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 whoa! I told him, I said, we we have one coming up within of that point in time. We New York, literally, at least where I am, just got their first Chick Fil A about two years ago, and the first time I, I experienced Chick Fil A was out in Erie, Pennsylvania, and that was like and what this was your is thought? like. Oh, like the second coming. It's delicious. It Do you think it, it's it over delicious? No, because I really dig the uh, spicy chicken sandwich, and I think that is the perfect uh, yeah. combination. Of, that is so good. It, it's a perfect well, combination. Well, their sauce is the shit. Spice and shit. Okay, what's your favorite uh, Chick Fil A sauce? The Chick Fil A sauce is the shit. Oh, the original. All right, the Polynesian. Yeah. You can't beat so that to me. Can't beat that. Uh, Polynesian tastes the same to me. Man, if you're not do dipping, do the taste test. Taste if, the Chick Fil A versus the Polynesian. It tastes the same. If you're not dipping it in ranch dressing, you're not living. Shut your mouth. You take those chicken ranch. Bags, hey, you dip. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold, hold on a second. You look. You're guests on our show, but ranch of all the <laughs> options. Ranch. Come on. Have you done it? Have you done it? I I, I don't have to. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. How 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 is it that look you are are two people with with an incredible palate. Incredible. <laughs> and then you come on this show talking about, oh yeah, I mean, I'm gonna dip my chicken in a ranch ranch? Come Listen on. Up. Ranch that's ranch disappointing. Is ketchup. G- give me give me a, <laughs> I believe gee, that I give me I've heard that before. No, give me a soapbox. Give me a soapbox for a minute. So, okay. Oh, you you know what? I got music for you, that. Too. If, Hang on here. Go. Ah, you got that? I'm ready. I got everything. All right, here's my soapbox. Okay. When Chick-fil-A was still well, wasn't what it was, is now, and we got chicken nugs here in the South, when we would ask for ranch dressing, they give it to us in this salad dressing pack. Because of people like me, they now have ranch Dressing dipping packets. So if tubs. It, if, little tubs. So if it wasn't a thing, if it wasn't good, do you think that company would invest in actual tubs of ranch dressing dipping packs, just like a barbecue sauce or a honey mustard or the Polynesian or whatever else? I'm telling you, man, you can't knock it till you try it. I'm off. I kicked it out. I'm done. I'm not gonna knock it, I guess, because I haven't tried it. But it, it, it's a, uh, I, I might need a little bit more convincing. I'm not, I'm, uh, I'm not exactly sure about that. But hey, just go it. ahead and do just you, do it, you, man. Yeah, yeah. Go get you, hey. tw- go get your twelve count. Get your Polynesian. Get your original. And say, hey, let me have one of them branch packets as well. Just get you a little taste, man. That's all you gotta do. No. 
Right. Now, I, you're kind of, like I said, you're talking to somebody from like damn near from Buffalo, and having somebody say, "I want ranch," you're going to just get hightailed straight out of Buffalo. There, there ain't no way. There's That's crazy. That, well, you're in Bill's Mafia country if you say you want ranch up there. It's just straight up. <laughs> I'm gonna cheese. tell you though. Okay. Ranch is the ketchup of the South. It is. That I do. People put ranch on and freaking everything. Okay. They put it on their pizza, their macaroni and cheese, buffalo their grilled wings. cheese. Their... Buffalo wings were, were invented in Buffalo, New York. What's great That's on buffalo right. wings? Blue cheese. Ranch daggum dressing. No, blue cheese. Suckers. <laughs> 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 well, I'm just We still love you, Joel. Okay, thanks, guys. Y'all get my ass. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to stay with your on your team here, Joel. But it, this is just like a straight up blue cheese club up here. <laughs> I'm losing ground fast. I know. No, I, I mean, I, I try to stick and out I'll, the underdog, but you, you you just hit it right where it hurts, right in the home field advantage. I, I'm getting a steel chair in the back as soon as I turn around. <laughs> yeah. Now, with all that said and done, are there any like? Future spices coming out in the horizon. I know you guys just released your pork chop blend. Is there anything else that we can look well, forward to in 2020? Or that, that you can hopefully al- speak upon? Yeah, there's always something. So what we actually just released was our steak and chop blend, and it's called Magnum. Um, and I plan on getting you guys this blend because it's fantastic. I just did a reverse here on a ribeye with it. And um, – it was fantastic tonight. We smoked it, and then we, you know, seared it on the on the uh, you know hot and fast for a minute each side. But the great thing about you know uh, all of our blends that we've done so far is most all of them you can eat like yes they're directed towards a certain protein or a certain area, but in all reality all of our blends can be used in many universal fashions. Um, We've been so fortunate that right now, uh, throughout the holidays, through you know uh, Black Friday and Christmas and everything like that, we have been cleaned out of our spices. We get a brand new shipment that's going to be coming in real soon, and when it gets here, um, we're going to be ready to rock and roll. You know, so it's, it's been it's, it's been a blessing, man, for sure. But we definitely, you know, we we like to keep things on the DL because we'd like to really just create a big hype on what we're doing. But we have several things in the pipeline, creative things, and things that are fun and uh, going to be very tasty that we're going to be launching. Um, yeah, ho- this year. Hopefully in 2020 and whatnot. As well as, and we're not sure when they will be launched. You know, we're, we are on a, a long uh, process here. But we also, you know, just for a little tidbit of information, um, going to be dabbling in the sauces. Yes, which nobody knows about. But yeah, you guys are first, exclusive. first to know this. We do, ha- we we do have sauce recipes. Um, that's a whole other um, thing that we're going to have to jump into. It's going to be time-consuming, um, but gosh, we are itching. Here's the thing, guys. You know, we, I'm, I'll tell you this. With our company, Reload Rub and Seasoning, you know, there's a, there's, we are – me and my wife, we are the sole owners. There is zero investors in our company. We are we are it. And when we want to get a new flavor out, we want to do something new. We are tedious about it. We 
we make sure that it is exactly right. There's nobody else saying, hey, we got to get this, we got to do this, we got to expedite X. Straight from us. It's straight from us. And I'm not putting something out there unless I feel like it, and my wife feels like it's perfect. So whether that's going to be sauces coming up um, or new blends, they're going to be, in our minds, perfect before we put them out there. So we just ask that, you know, anybody that's customers of ours or followers or whatever, just to stick with us in the long haul because a lot's to come. Many things to come. I'm stoked. So now I'm going to sit there and I'm going to volley two questions over to you. Uh, Do it. The first one is my wife, uh, before I found you guys, uh, my wife was a big uh, flavor god individual. And yeah. I don't know if you've ever – yeah. Have, have you ever tried uh-huh. any of his stuff? Because his stuff is really good, and he's got such yeah. a vast arrangement. And I, 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 I do enjoy. I mean, he's got like a freaking chocolate donut sprinkle blend that I like to put on top of my ice cream. That is just like mind blowing. And I absolutely, I man. didn't know if you have like anything like any like interesting things like that coming up, or just if you have. Or do you consider even him possibly like competition? Um, I, we do not consider him competition. Um, he primarily targets the fitness community mm. um, because he doesn't have a lot of sugar or a lot of salt in his, which we do take pride in ours being low sugar or no sugar and low sodium. Um, but he's he's got a totally different target audience than we have. Yeah, so, um, so like, you know, that's 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 his – look, I don't really consider anybody competition. Mm-hmm. You know, I want everybody to succeed, and we're going to do us, and we're going to work as hard as we can at what we do. And um, if there's another person that is wanting to start a seasoning company, we're going to – you know, and, and we're affiliated with them, we're going to be here for them. You know what I mean? But, you know, with, with, with Flavor God um, – they got some good stuff, but I mean, they are targeted to the the fitness community, the meal prep community, the ones that are, are almost masking flavor rather than exactly. Yeah, I would agree with that, but it, they're taking they're taking. When, when you talk about like the pizza and the hot wing and the taco or chocolate or whatever, yeah. but you you got these foods that you're trying to be, you know, you're trying to be really fit. Uh, let's be honest, like if you're gonna be like hardcore on, in the fitness of working out, or you're on a big diet. You, your food can't taste like real good because of, you know, sodium or carbs or whatever. So he has got this. Or he throws some pizza flavor on it. Or yeah, if you got there you you go. some oatmeal, you want to throw some chocolate Blue flavor. On. It gives, yeah, it gives you. A, a, you can put a lot of different flavors on there that, uh, you know, are one-dimensional because. That's what you're, you're you're just seeking. It's a craving in your brain. But with us, you know, we we are not a company that says, "Hey, we're going after fitness, or we're going after the outdoors, or we're going after." Well, we kind of more outdoorsy adventure. Sure, but 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 we want we're we're that reload life, man. We're here for everybody, and all of our flavors are low sodium except for our steak and chop blend. Because man, if you got a big heavy cut of meat. That's that's we're not. We out. use kosher salt, which is the heavier chunk, so exactly. it's not less. We're not here to save lives, no. man. We're, you know, that's it. We're, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's 
for those heavy cuts, you want that. You want like a big, you know, two and a half pound tomahawk. You want that that sodium in there. So. Absolutely. But my question is, though, uh, you were talking about the chocolate donut one. Do you yeah. find yourself using that frequently? <clears throat> I like to use it for like. I mean, a I'm, I'm curious. It, it's a treat, like uh, like like I said, I like to sprinkle it on some ice cream sometimes, or maybe even yeah. uh, maybe even some like some hot chocolate or something like that, or even something for the kids that just needs a like a different type of flavor to it i mean mm-hmm. the heat does have like a gingerbread too which i am a big advocate for mm. anything gingerbread uh that yeah. is like my christmas cookie of the choice with the exception mm. of the peanut butter with the reese's uh or excuse me the uh hershey kisses on the hershey top. Kiss. <laughs> i mean but that is my gingerbread is my go-to and i mean if if i like you said i got that sweet tooth and need that little hankering or even just that close combination that I can get, I have, I do reach for it, and I do thoroughly enjoy it quite a bit. That's really good to hear because, you know, you've talked about the popcorn blend, and you've talked about this chocolate blend, which both are very niche, um, like, categories of seasonings, not such an all-purpose thing. And it always makes me wonder, you know, how big of a market would that type of a flavor be? So it's interesting to hear your opinion on that. Okay. I, I'm an open book. If you need to talk any type of flavor or any type of extra marketing from the, the general PQ, I'm sitting right here doing absolutely nothing. You can be a part of our, of our tasting, the research and development team. That's hey, awesome. I, I got the palate, so by all means, I know the rest of my family probably will not volunteer, but I will throw some elbows to make sure I am the first to say yes. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about for sure, man. But, but no, man, I and think the, it's uh, – go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and the uh, the second question that I was going to volley back over to you was, uh, uh, you know, I I did send you over a nice little care package. I just wanted to see uh, what was your uh, thoughts on that sweet little package. I tried to get a little bit of everything, and after the fact, I thought about it and said I should have probably sent you some sweet barbecue sauce in there, but uh, it completely escaped my mind at that point in time. But I tried to get you as much as Rochester that I could inside of that care package. I'm stoked about it. I mean, I, we've not we've not had a chance to crack anything open yet. Yeah, we just got it last night, and but those sauces, yeah. I, I that, that marinara you sent in, I, I'm excited to try that because we we like pasta here at the Reload House, and it doesn't get more Rochester than some Wegmans, <laughs> and we don't have Wegmans here, so it's really exciting to get something straight from there. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, it's Thank fun. you guys so much for sending yeah, that. That. Was, that was really nice of you guys. Y'all didn't have to do that, but I'm excited. I'm even like, you know, y'all, y'all sent us some seasonings and stuff, and I'm, I'm excited to try those because I always love trying other other brands because all that's going to do is help me hone. It helps us decide where we're going to go. You know what I mean? And uh, but there's some brands out there we've had. We're like, damn, that's good, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we got to make one like this, you know? I'm not going to name them, but you know what I mean. Now, that, that sauce that I gave you, uh, it, believe it or not, I was able to go to a cooking class with uh, Paul uh, Guglielmo. I, it's a hard name to pronounce, but it's uh, Guglielmo. And uh, it was a gift that me and my wife went out to we it was our anniversary and i said let's try this cooking class it was completely spontaneous he taught this class kind of like emerald style like he used to do in the old cooking shows 
where it, you, yeah. you'd sit there, you'd cook in front of you, and then you sample everything that he did, and you sat there and volley questions back and forth. And the sauce that he used was that uh, Rosa sauce. And he said, if you love cheese and sauce and pasta, that is the absolute best sauce to use on the, like, humanly, yeah. anything humanly possible that involves pasta. And I was so, so ecstatic that that was the class that uh, we chose to go to. Well, how did and you feel believed, about it? Oh, God, it was amazing. I, yeah. I left there happy and full. <laughs> and also wanted to take a nap, too. I'm excited about that Rosa sauce because that's not something we cook with often. Yeah, and I like to doctor up, you know, um, whenever we get a marinara or anything. I like to doctor it up a little bit sometimes. You know, maybe throw a little extra garlic in there, throw a little splash of uh, Cabernet. Or Which we've recently been dabbling in homemade. Or Marlowe. Yeah, we've been dabbling in our own, making our own marinara. Not so much to sell, but, you know, who knows. But the uh, – um, It'd be cool to find a marinara sauce like that. You can just like pop open, dump it out, and it'd be like done. Now the best part is that is pro- that that is bottled within about an like I don't know, forty-five minutes to an hour away from me, and they use just straight up all wholesome ingredients. All and none of it's like freeze dried. None of it's like. Uh, Anything like that? It, they said they told me said I use fresh peppers, I use fresh tomatoes, I use fresh garlic. Everything is fresh, 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 fresh. And he uh, gets it bottled over at the Batavia uh, food packing plant, which I know pretty damn well. And if he said that he gets it done over in the Batavia, I know 100% he is telling the truth. And that he also, as you probably already saw, put his personal cell phone number on there to text him or call him and say, your sauce is amazing, which I have gone out and texted him before, too, and he does reply back to everything. Is that real? That, he, it, that is 100% <laughs> real. He put his personal phone no way. on this. That's, that's something we can appreciate, though, like yeah. him using all those fresh ingredients. You know, that's, you know, being in that industry, we know how, how hard that can be. You know, we use the best, freshest Spices and ingredients that we can put in our bottles, but the reverse side of that is it costs more. You know, it, it, does it costs cost more. more. It's easier. It, it's easier to put cheap salt and a lot of sugar and additives and stuff in our blend, dollars. which we choose not to do. So him using fresh ingredients like that, it's going to drive that cost up more. But I mean, the, Listen, the man, quality is so much better. This is, this is where society is going. Society wants, and it's hard to find nowadays. Like you know, it's like well, people, back in the day, people cut those corners because of costs and profit well, yeah, margins and stuff still, like they're, that. They're still doing it. But I feel like we are in the age where people are liking the TLC that are put into products more. That, that's what I'm getting at. Is it's it's hard to find, mm-hmm. but this generation is really running towards that that's the primitive age wholesome ingredient and it's and it's 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 satisfying to see somebody in that realm with using with it has you know you know this is not like a dried seasoning that can sit on the shelf forever this is but standing by whole products standing by Mm -hmm. whole products and making something fresh and freaking delicious man and people know that when they get this they're getting something good. It's like, you know, man, like, like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, what these chicken companies are doing with chicken when you buy it at the store, it's, it's like, 
and I get why they do it, even though I don't agree with it. But the fact that this is one reason why I'm an outdoorsman, you know, a main reason I pride myself on it, um, because is it they, they pump these chickens or these animals? So they want them to grow as fast as possible and be as big as possible, you know, and to, in order to you know get as much money as they can out of as quickly as possible. So these chickens, dude, like you know, they're pumped full of all these steroids or hormones and all this jazz, and that's going into our kids. And our kids are eating this stuff, and that's why you see, you know, you know, uh, boys and girls coming of age, you know, physically a lot faster than they did back when, you know, I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's it's easy to do as a company to to say, okay, well, I can make the most money if I pump this full of sugar, pump this full of salt, pump mm-hmm. this full of whatever, um, you know bringing it back to like our company that's that's one thing from the beginning you know we never intended for our recipe to become a business Uh, we kind of fell into that and one thing led to another and here we are but that's one thing from the beginning we said we will not sacrifice flavor and quality from the beginning when we were searching for someone to manufacture our product we were told you need to decrease this ingredient and you need to decrease this ingredient to to get um, better profits, and we refused because two of our ingredients that are in um, the majority of our seasonings are very expensive right now with the way crops are going and stuff like that. But we weren't going to sacrifice quality for money. Yeah, so spices, man, they fluctuate like gold or anything else does. Um, Every year we get a crop report. We get a crop report. And so, but my, our thing is this, man, like, is, like we, like I told you earlier, I'm not going to let the quality and, and flavor of my, of our blends, you know, go, save a dollar. go to your hands and save a dollar or a few cents or whatnot. I'm not doing it. I want my stuff to be the freshest, highest grade stuff that's going to go on your food um, that it can be because that's what I want for myself. Mm-hmm. And a little tidbit, you know, a lot of a lot of these companies add silicone dioxide to to prevent the seasonings from caking together. And yeah, so you know, when you we get like a, go the extra mile to go the more uh, not so nasty natural. ingredient, more, more, uh, more natural, more natural We use rice hulls, which costs a little bit, it costs quite a bit more. So think about that, man. When you look at your bottle of seasoning, when you get, you ever see a blend that is just like, you know, you keep it, you put it in your in your cabin, you pull it out, and it's like a brick. Yes, you know, of course it is. It's 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 caked up. So one it has no yeah. anti. Or you don't know what the ingredients are on the back. Right, but one you have no anti-caking agent in that. Okay, so like our barbecue blend, for instance, it's got a, a tiny bit of sugar in it, and that stuff is what can cause and some chili, and that's what can cause some caking. Um, so what we do to prevent that is we use rice holes, ground up rice holes that help it not stick together so much. But if you look on the back of your bottle... And if you notice it's clumping up a bit, you just tap it. If you look on the bottle of some of these guys in stores, let's turn it back and say silicone dioxide. Okay. And a bunch of other stuff. And a bunch of other stuff. Do you really want to be eating that jazz? You're putting stuff that's not from this earth Things that are like chemically made in a lab, and it you know, look, man. I'm not I'm not a, a scientist or anything like that. I can't speak on that, but I know that rice grows from the ground, 
and it's something that is natural. Silicone dioxide is not. So, you know, that's the kind of stuff that we strive to do with our company is, is not, you know, put things in your body that are natural. So basically you, like just all of your ingredients, you want it to be something you, something you can hold and something you can spell. That's pretty much what I'm getting from you guys because there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of, uh, chemicals, all this kind of, you know, and I don't want to go too, you know, too deep into it, but, but there's a lot of, 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 of unnatural stuff going into, uh, our food, into our meat, uh, even into our seasonings and sauces and things like that. And, and so I can appreciate you guys, um, sticking firm to that because a lot of companies, especially, um, uh, you know, completely, you know, self-funded companies, um, they would take any opportunity to to cut a corner here and there on quality uh, and on ingredients just to save a buck. So I so I definitely uh, appreciate that about Reload Rub and Seasoning and um and I, like I, I I totally stand by your product and it is it is incredible. Um, so I just got to say I am a massive fan. Um, I got turned on to to you guys uh over the summer and it, it's un unbelievable i'm actually kind of sad because i don't have the sweet and smoky barbecue blend i don't have the double action um and so 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 i i should probably uh put in an order with you guys uh like soon because i need that um but <laughs> um, i'm just being completely honest have, i have, have the high have caliber battery. i have the pack and heat and the fully loaded but, but not the double action, not the magnum. Um, so, so expect in order to come through uh, in the very near future. Well, pump, for sure. we'll, pump, we'll pump your brakes because both you guys should have, you know, a little care package coming your way uh, by this Saturday. Oh. Or Monday. Or Monday. Or Monday. Or Monday. Okay. <laughs> well, 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 <laughs> well, thank you for that then. I stand corrected. Yeah, but well, no, that. Now. Not to uh, – I, I want to just touch one more topic uh, about uh, the spices and what we put into our bodies. Uh, the Gugliamo sauce, believe it or not, comes in – makes one extra sauce. Too. They have several, but this one made me think of it. It's uh, his spicy, chunky vegetable sauce. And the description mm-hmm. reads, uh, it's a rich tomato sauce seasoned with basil, parsley, oregano, salt, and pepper. Then we add everything – every vegetable you can find, onion, garlic, peppers, olive, carrots, and finally capers, too. Ooh, capers. This sounds amazing. That sounds really good, man. Let's go. <laughs> man, I tell you, dude, you it's like, you know, it's a it's 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 funny to me. There's you know, you like on Instagram and social media, all that jazz, and even us as um owners of a seasoning company, it's so fun to listen to other people's like the foods and, and flavor profiles that they love because, man, it's, it's there's so many people out there that are amazing cooks, amazing recipe creators, and have amazing palates. They just don't know it, you know, because that's all they've known their whole life. When someone like right. me, you know, comes and checks that out, I'm like, oh, my gosh, the best thing I've ever tasted. I'm like, well, this is just Sunday dinner. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like you guys need to do a southern version of Eat, Pray, Love. 
Oh, sorry for the cackle. <laughs> That's fantastic. We might. I might do that. I like that. I, I dabble a little filming, so we'll figure it out. Whoa, All whoa, right. whoa. Wait, 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 wait. You can't drop that toward the end of the interview. Hold on a second. You dabble in a little bit of filming. I'm an editor, man. So, 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 so what's the deal? What's the, I, I, so like, like any kind of talk like that just fires me up. What, how long you been, been in the game? What's the, uh, uh, what's your background there? Well, let's just say he will be on national television this spring. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's about all we can say. I can't, okay. I guess we, we, we can't, Say what that is yet. We cannot say that. We're actually obligated. He has the we for one, not in anything that's like really really special. But we take pride in the fact that so it's not going to be DIY Network. No DIY Network renovated our basement back in 2012. That's worth another. So okay. Uh huh. And he has also been. Joel has been on some hunting television shows as well. So I was on a. On a national, yeah, I love these sound, these little sound bites. Uh, but no, I was on a, a hunting TV, national hunting TV show for a short stint. Um, I have, we've, me and my wife. This is what this is what brought Reload about. Was we we it's still on there. We don't invest in it as much anymore because of the company. But we uh, we started a YouTube channel called the Home Cooking Hunter. Where I did how-to cooking videos, and you know I would edit everything myself. I'm not gonna say I'm really great at it, but then after from that, um, I have a current YouTube channel called Breaking Wild, um, where me and one of my buddies um, we do how-to outdoors, wild game recipes, and you know all things outdoors. So that's kind of my my filming stint, you know, shtick. That we do. But once we can announce what he will be on in the spring, we will be sure to yeah. tell everybody. When they, when, they, when, they, when the, when the, nobody actually really knows that. The television network tells me, hey, start promoting this jazz. We'll let the Atomic Drop Show know first thing. Uh, it sounds good. I don't want to mess up your bag before anything is officially announced. So, 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 so I am looking forward to it. Uh yeah, I you know, uh, it it seems like like we got a couple of scoops here without even really digging for them. So, no. so thank you for uh for being so forthcoming with that, man. We uh we definitely appreciate it. You're welcome. You can also thank the bourbon we're drinking right now. <laughs> that that, that is exactly what I wanted to hear. Right now. No, no. We're glad to drop those bombs on, on, on your show. You know, we, we haven't been loose lips about it yet, but we are now. That's right. Well, raise up those bourbon glasses, uh, ladies and gentlemen over there, because this is our hey, shot hey, of the day. So what we do is we like to do a salute to anything that we find remotely interesting within professional wrestling, but we are going to scratch that. We're going to pu- pump those heat breaks right now on Tessa Blanchard. And we are actually going to sit here and do a shot to you, Joel and Stacy of ReloadRub.com for being by far the most superior sponsors that we can humanly be or, or have. And probably Absolutely. I feel like we are now, since we've all bonded together, pretty close friends. Absolutely, and to Justin and Kyle. 
That's right. Hey. Just like Kyle. We're, we're literally holding our glasses high in the in the reload in the reload uh, headquarters right now. All right. So then, without any further ado, we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, <laughs> bitcholas. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. I Thank felt you. it. So, so I gotta say, guys, you know, uh, uh, there's one of your all's rivals, you know, as, as he would say, uh, you gotta have your credentials before you, uh, yeah, he shall start. Shall not be named. Yeah, that guy. Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here. I'm sorry. Man, I'm I'm digging a grave. That's what I'm doing. I'm digging a grave. Yeah, Tom we. Show is gonna, uh, they're gonna they're gonna boot they're gonna boot half a reload to keep uh, the, the prettier half on there instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we don't speak of our other half because we don't no 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 show up doesn't do anything doesn't return phone calls nothing doesn't come on our show no 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 yet this is true we haven't we yeah, uh we we we, ex- we have extended an invite I've actually called him right here on the show too and he is uh he has never uh, called. <laughs> Man, he's ducking us. So he is. I mean, you know, maybe I should just give him a quick phone call right now and see if he's actually going to pick up. Ooh, do it. You you don't have my hair. I I do enjoy putting him on the spot. (laughs) He really does. Before uh, (laughs) we close out this show. (laughs) All right, let's see what we get here. If he picks up, it'll be a damn miracle. Your sponsors are on the other line, Todd. What are you going to do? <laughs> Got a whole world listening. <laughs> Man, like it's usual, sad. ducking. Ghosting. He's scared. No. Damn. Dropped the ball. Dropped it. Nope. And the fact he's letting it ring that long just speaks all the volumes. It's crazy. That that speaks all the volumes. Go let it ring that many dang up top. Can't even hit the end button. He's going to pretend he didn't see it. (laughs) Oh, oh, I was waiting for the phone. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't see that. Sorry. <laughs> the hashtag smoking hot soon to be wife is too busy asking for Duncan. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh, man. You got to make that midnight run. Come on, Mel. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> that's great. Joel and Stacey, it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you on our show tonight. I, I cannot thank you, personally thank you enough. Uh, anytime, yeah, thank you, man. Anytime you guys need need an opinion or just need someone else to talk to, just give us a quick call and we'll be there. 
with spades on to uh, help you out in any way humanly possible. Well, I might call you, you know, when I need somebody to talk to after Stacy's been hard on me, you know, and has, you know, <laughs> been abusive again. Oh, yeah. Hit you know, with the two-by-four, like Hacksaw Jim's yeah, on your you Yeah, well, you're going <laughs> to like this flavor. Oh, you're going to like that blue cheese. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> How you like this? How you like this blue cheese? <laughs> Hey, 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 now, now, now look, if you ever, like, just from here on out, I'm going to be looking for any small traces of ranch in your seasonings, because if I do, Joel, I'm coming right after you, I promise I am. Bro Chacho, Bro Chacho, in your care package, I'm going to have a magnum-sized bottle of Chick-fil-A ranch seasoning. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, I'm going to Costco and I'm getting a gallon of ranch dressing and that's coming in. Coming in hot. <laughs> oh man, it's on. It's on. <laughs> all right, we got a couple of seconds left. Uh by all means, feel free to the floor is yours. Feel free to plug out your uh plug out your website and whatever else you guys want to say about it. Well, guys, I want to let you guys know, um, you know, first of all, if you want to find us, check us out. We are at Reload Rub on Instagram, Reload Rub on Facebook. Um, it's www.reloadrub.com. And I want everybody to know, too, that we're not just a seasoning company, that we really want to promote um, reloading into your family, your friends, and into relationships with other people, as well as finding out what it is to reload yourself with us as hiking or mountain climbing or biking or getting outside and finding out what it is that, that really fills you up. But at the end of the day, you got to have food and full belly to do that. Also, guys, I want everyone to know that we have partnered with an amazing um, nonprofit group called Hungry Heroes. They go around and they feed our men and women of service, you know, as police officers, paramedics, firefighters, you know, they, they – they go around and they feed those people, and we're proud to be a part and give a portion of our proceeds to those people. So that's awesome. That's what we are, man. We we are all about that reload life. You know, let's get around a dinner table. Let's talk more. Let's let's uh, let's break bread more with each other. So that's us in another show, guys. What he said. Hey, well put. Well put. Thank you. All right. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure, and uh, hopefully we look forward to get you back on the show again in uh, hopefully in a couple months or so, and we can do this all over again, talk some extra spice and talk about some garbage plates that you guys created. <laughs> Listen, guys, this is, this is one of the garbage plates. This is one of the uh, more enjoyable podcasts we've ever been on, and I appreciate you guys. It's been a Yay. lot of fun. Anytime you all want to get on and, and, uh, and talk and shoot the shiz, you let us know. Absolutely. By all means, I'm looking forward to the next uh, Reload Life podcast coming out. Listen, man, 2020 is going to be loaded. With... We've got to get our laptop fixed. Okay, yeah, so my <laughs> uh, side, side note, my three-year-old, soon-to-be-four-year-old, uh, spilled a vanilla shake all over our nice laptop that we do all of our podcasts off of. So it's good. Oh. We, have, we have a podcast scheduled to uh, be recorded on Sunday, so we're in a scramble. Yeah, so we're going shopping this uh, this week to look for a new new computer so we can get our podcast on. But there is uh, there's 
lots of new things in the pipeline. That that reload life is uh is uh got some good stuff coming. I hope you guys enjoy it. Hey, excellent. All right. Well, guys, it. All right. I just, again, want to say thank you guys for coming on out. And uh, like I said, uh, anytime you guys want to hop on, just shoot us a line, and we'll be more than happy to keep shilling out the uh, reload anytime you guys want us to. Absolutely, my friend. We appreciate you guys. All right. We you guys appreciate take you care. Too. Thank you so much, man. You too. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye. And there they go. Joel and Stacy of ReloadRub.com. Shout out to them! Uh, incredible, incredible people. Um, I, I am. I, look, I was gonna stand by by the products regardless, but actually talking to them, uh, seeing how cool, how down to earth, um, just how um, how 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 there's a greater um, mission statement for the company rather than just a hey, we do this uh, just to make, to make money. Nah, yeah. you, you know, you want to, um, like there is a greater uh, a point and, and purpose to it. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, it is an, an absolute honor and an absolute blessing to have them on uh, as our sponsors. It is a privilege. It is, um, it is awesome to have them as part of this Atomic Drive family. So uh, we hope to have them on sooner rather than later um great 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 couple they are awesome i mean i mean i i don't know what else we could say possibly about them well uh, the only thing i can i the only thing i can honestly say is that uh todd sat there and bitched out like he always does so yeah uh i don't understand i mean (laughs) you know like it's 2020 it's a new year you would think he would you know you would think he would, you know, grow a pair in the new year, Ooh. but uh, apparently that didn't happen. But no. hey, it's it's okay, it's okay. It, it you know, uh, 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 look, God's working on all of us, so that's perfectly <laughs> fine. Taking his time on him. Well, hey, hey, that this is true. Uh, uh, you know, um, like you know Tessa what? said. I, yes. What did like, Tessa you say? know? Like Tessa said, uh, we're we're all human. Nobody's perfect, and Todd has one of the strongest minds he's ever known. So uh, clearly, when he's ready, when he's ready to finally get this beat down, get this verbal beat down, he'll call in. It's fine. Until that point in time, I'm I'm still going to keep using that hashtag. Todd is a bitch until. Uh... Until he uh, bands up here and uh, gets back up here on this show, it, it still applies. It still applies. It, it does. So, and everything we do, hashtag Todd is a bitch. Yep. But Johnny's all right because he's just mind warped. So, shout out to Johnny, man. I, man, man, I miss Johnny. That's my I guy. Miss Johnny too. Yeah, we should we should invite him back over. I think we should. You know, we definitely. Should. Okay, we'll have to work on that. We definitely will. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back next week for our last episode here on Blog Talk Radio. We will be switching over servers. Uh, Might even have a going away party. I don't know yet. Maybe I'll actually finish watching The King of the Ring, too. Oh, God. 
I gotta like rewatch that show now because <laughs> because uh, I watched that all the way last year. Last year, it's crazy, right? All right, but for that last show on Block Talk Radio will be next week. We will also be reviewing hopefully King of the Ring. But for Kyle Cruz, I am just in time, and we will see you all next week. Later.